Welcome to Passionate Conversations on a Casual Level. We're your hosts, I'm Brandy. And I'm Justin. Join us on our very first episode of 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. Woo! You ever wonder if New Year's was some made-up holiday? Well, we did, and today we're sharing some cool history on where the New Year celebration came from, the concept around resolutions and intentions. But first, let's let's get get passionate. passionate. 2023. Can you believe it? I feel like we should all be like in flying cars and, (laughs) you know, all that futuristic stuff. It just seems so crazy. I know, right? (laughs) Crazy. Well, I feel like we've been uh, coming off of a little bit of an adventure (laughs) from our holiday. Definitely. Had some good travels. We did. And it was good to get back to some roots tahoe kind of our uh our go-to place to be reconnected yes i think i mentioned before how i have a spiritual connection to tahoe and it was my first experience experience there with actual snow coming and um we i think we've mostly gone in the summer yeah which is just as magical but it is yeah the winter was something special this year and the kids got to experience snow and yeah and we have a new member to our family we added a new member <laughs> we're not pregnant <laughs> no no it didn't happen that fast uh god <laughs> no we got another baby for baby a, a new dog named griffith Yes. Which is inspired by Niner. We used to take him to the Griffith Observatory hike all the time, and uh, it would just seemed right. And we're super pumped to have him, and he's just been a great dog so far. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> he's going to be big. <laughs> he's, like he's, a, uh, he's two months old, and his paws are massive. Three months. But well, pract- yes. Yeah, he's three months now. And he's a Bernadoodle. So if you've never heard of those dogs, look it up. It's a mix between a Bernice Mountain Dog and a standard poodle. And really cute, good-looking dog. And we're just thrilled to have them. Yeah. And I feel like we came back just in time for the new year, recovered a bit for a couple days, and feeling ready to jump in (laughs) to the new year. Yeah, which um, kind of I'll just get passionate real quick. Please. Leads into to mine. Um, over the holiday, I was with my brothers, and they were doing a ton of fasting, which inspired me to pretty much get serious about my health this year. And I've seen how effective fasting can be for people. Um, I've done it kind of loosely before, and just on like a sixteen-hour thing. Um, And for those of you who haven't fasted before, basically what it is, um, is you stop eating at a certain time on, let's say today, I stopped eating at six o'clock and you wouldn't start eating again, minimum uh, 16 hours later. That's, that's just the minimum. Yeah. Um, This is intermittent fasting. Exactly. So the, the concept is that your stored fat will be eaten first by your body after it runs out of food to consume for energy, then it starts to eat away at your fat. So 16 hours is kind of minimum when that starts happening. But if you really want to push it and get more of the benefits out of it, then you need to push it to 18, 20 plus hours. And so this year, I'm really focused on 
hitting between 18 and 20 hours every single day. And there will be some days I plan to go more than 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of a new challenge, a uh, new thing that I'm excited about. And it's actually so far since I set my intentions and set my mind to it, it has not been that bad at all. Yeah, I think you pretty much started when we were there. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get a head start. On, yeah. I didn't want to just say, all right, I'm going to wait until the first because sometimes that's not the best way to go. Right, right. And I remember you and I actually had done intermittent fasting. Yeah, probably like two years ago. Yeah, it was around our wedding time, I want to mm -hmm. say. And I'll just say for myself, it definitely helped kind of accelerate results. Mm -hmm. So if you are looking for results yeah I without think that's a good jump start yeah and it's actually without necessarily compromising your diet and feeling like you have to eat a specific way because now you're eating in a window and your body's kind of like just going to use whatever you put into it. it doesn't mean you can eat like complete crap but you definitely don't have to be super strict because you're not eating that much right right no yeah that makes sense and uh for myself, I came back and um, I've been loosely talking about this program. This, You guys, I'm, I'm always looking for a challenge. <laughs> so uh, there's one that has been crossing my mind a lot. Um, and I'll just say last year I did the manifesting challenge with Gabby Bernstein and um, she's this huge spiritual teacher and serves thousands and thousands of people with this. And it was amazing. Um, I feel like that's how this podcast came about, which is yeah. awesome. And so I was looking to do something similar. I actually planned on just doing that same challenge again, because she offers it every year. Um, but someone closer to me, Molly Williams. Um, she's, Who we had on the podcast. She's been on the podcast. She um, is starting her very first course. It's called uh, Manifest Your Best Year. And um, yeah, I was just super excited to start, but I hadn't quite pulled the trigger yet because I just, I don't know, something about me and making commitments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to be really sure about something before you go for it. Yeah. I, I like to kind of digest it, let, let things marinate for a bit and um, being on the trip, I was just like, oh, I'll just, you know, sign up when I get back. And we hadn't really discussed when we would be back, like if we would be back right at the start of the new year. Yeah. Um, but it just so happened that we came a little bit earlier than we thought. And Which we're both really happy with. Yeah. And get that time to reset. Yes. And um, yeah, what better way than to sign up? I literally signed up for the program or for the course on New Year's Eve and started ever since um and i've just been kind of in this go all in mode and it's been really yeah really really great to jump start the new year that yeah, way yeah it's been great to be around you because there's a new sense of energy and excitement and you'll have to keep us posted on you know everything that the program offers and i will i will well Enough of that. <laughs> I'm excited to share some research. Yeah, I'm looking at our like outline that we have here and like I feel like you're about to go into history teacher mode. Yeah, so I'm about to nerd out. <laughs> you guys are about to be blown away by this and I am too because well, I don't know. Yeah, so what why don't you, you tell everybody here. how we even yeah, so came up with this? 
we were talking about, you know, ideas for the episode um, for the first of the year. And we took a lot of time to kind of set our intentions for the year and our goals for the year. And then it just came about of like, is New Year's just some made up thing so that people can sell liquor and clubs can be sold out and yeah. basically like a lot of holidays <laughs> is it manufactured to make money right for us consumers to, right to consume exactly yeah. consumers gone consume <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say consumers gone wild no oh. <laughs> cut this <laughs> keep going <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> Never mind. Tell us about the history of this lovely, as I still think, and and I you'll see, we'll see if you can prove me wrong. A made up holiday of New Year's. Yeah. So, just one more point before you okay. go on to I I thought that what makes the most sense, or what would make the most sense for a new year, would be when spring comes about right we're in this cold part of the year where it's like it doesn't feel very new right right because spring is all about rebirth, rebirth and yeah. yeah so like to me it would make sense that the new year is like the first day of spring but well you're on to something there okay so let's hear it the earliest known record of a new year festival was in 2000 bce which is before current era so um, it was in this place. I'm pretty sure I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to try my best. I can say it. Go ahead. Mesopotamia. There you go. <laughs> and um, more specifically in Babylon. Bab <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> Babylon works too. Yeah, that was a crazy place. Oh my gosh. In Babylon, which is now Iraq. So that was the earliest known record of the festival. And it first began with the new moon after the spring equinox, which like you mentioned, that that would make sense to you, mm -hmm. in mid-March. And in northern Iraq, which was which was Syria, mm -hmm. and um, for them with the new moon nearest the autumn equinox in mid-September. And for the Egyptians and the Persians, the year began with the autumn equinox around September 21st. Okay, so it's seeming like it's pretty much, at least so far, just a different strokes for different folks. Like, hey, we can all choose when we want to celebrate it. Right. And for the early Greeks, it began with the winter solstice, ah. December 21st, um, which, yeah, kind of makes That's pretty sense much, with the holiday, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. And all of them are either equinoxes or solstice is what I'm getting at, changing of the seasons. Yes. And for the Roman calendar, the year began on March 1st, but after 153 BCE, before current era, the official date was changed to January 1st. Mm. And the Gregorian calendar adopted by the Roman Catholic Church in 1582 restore January 1st as the New Year's Day and most European countries gradually followed and that's the calendar that we use now. Mm. So I mean to me that kind of and there's more to be said but that kind of confirms that 
hey, you can make your own, you know, celebrate your own New Year. Yeah, well, you think about it in China, they have the, you know, the... Right, the Chinese New Year, which yes. comes later in January, I believe. It's a, Yeah, I, I think it's the first three days or the first four days. Um, and I know some other cultures, like, I want to say in Japan, they also celebrate at a different time. But yes, uh, I was just thinking about Jewish people celebrate at a different time as right. well like their new year right so yeah makes sense <laughs> yes well, hit us with some more history here well let's talk about new year resolution history okay yeah because that's like a big thing and who benefits the most off of new year's resolution what what comes to mind for you because i have one that i think of right away of who benefits like who benefits uh industry wise oh it's I feel like uh, weight loss companies. Uh, weight loss, the gym, <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. That's where, like, you know, everyone hates going to the gym the first week of January because it's Everybody's like there, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Romans derived the name for the month of January from their god, Janus, yep. who had two faces, one looking backward and the other forward. Uh, and I, I should have shown you. I, I know, Do you know? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what it looks like. And so Janus was regarded as the god of all beginnings. The practice of making resolutions dates back to ancient times over 4,000 years ago. The ba Babylonians, <laughs> otherwise known as the Babylonians. <laughs> they did it first. <laughs> okay. They made promises at the start of each new year to their gods to return borrowed objects and pay their debts, praying for fruitful harvests in hopes that spiritual figures would bless them with good fortune. Interesting. Yeah. I, I've heard many stories about Babylon, and if you read in the Bible, it just was a very archaic community, and, and which makes sense. It was kind of the beginnings, but um, there's just many beliefs and, and spiritual beliefs and everything as far as the zodiac even go back to babylon oh really yes a lot of the knowledge is derived from babylon which they were doing a lot of research at that time you know what that's i mean i was just really intrigued when i was researching this because it's really my first time learning about this right and just babylon babylon yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> and um just knowing that their god janice which was derived the name of the month january came right. from that mm -hmm. from their god and how the two faces one looking back one looking forward and how that kind of correlates to like new a new beginning but right. also reflection yeah and so just kind of talking a little bit more about the ancient and how we've evolved with the resolutions uh, I'll share a little bit about what I learned. Um, so Caleb Terry, a European history and Western civilizations teacher says, a secular promise or hope for good things in the coming year is a mostly modern iteration, a very old tradition based in religious tradition. So although our specific goals have changed, our desire to live better hasn't. Mm. And that really hit home for me too, because it's, I think just human nature, we just want to, it's yeah. in us to want to live Always better, want do better. better. Yeah. And I think if a year comes and goes and you don't 
have the thought to improve, then what is, it, it kind of becomes like a stale life, right? Right. Um, like, what is it all for? Right. Kind of right. At least that's, that's my, you know, I feel like maybe if I'm 70 or 60 or whatever, if I feel just very content where I am in my life, then great but at this point you know yeah. there's just so much more to do i feel like yes and isn't it crazy though that at that time they were just literally like you know trying to pay off their debts and and make promises on that and there was nothing beyond like so he also says ancient civilizations would pray for harvests or a sin-free life, but modern resolutions are now a projection of a society that does not have the same extreme needs from the past. We now live in a period of surplus and excess, so mm -hmm. our resolutions have become simpler, secular, and more individualized. Yeah, this makes me think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's which, a book, right? Or... Uh, it's a concept. Oh, and okay. it's Maslow came up with this that... Who's you know, Maslow? Uh, he is... I, I don't know, think that he's a scientist. I think he's a, um, gosh, you would put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. We can... Anyway, let's call him a scientist okay. or a philosopher okay. who feels he did a lot of research and he found that security and safety is the first thing that human beings usually uh, look out for. Mm. So back in that time, the security of having food you know, and having safety harvest and what was the other example, sin free uh, was the most important thing to them. Uh, whereas now we have the luxury of not thinking about do we have enough food? Are we safe? For the most part, we have a house, right? We have a surplus of food. So mm -hmm. what he's saying is, you know, we have the luxury of wanting the finer things. Yes, yes. And, and that really put things into perspective too. just knowing that we do live in excess you know yeah. like right now people are decluttering their you know it's like clean out time and um clearing your space and just to know that we just live in a whole different time and yeah it's yeah. super interesting though because i always think about the time before and and as early as as recent as like the 80s the 70s, the 60s, you know, those living in those times, they had different needs, different wants and different goals. And I think about like, for me as a real estate agent, like, oh, my gosh, if I lived in the 60s, you know, I could have acquired all of this oh, land yeah. and property for so cheap. But right. no one, not a lot of people were thinking that way because they were just in their moment. Yeah. Whereas, of course, as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy to look back and, you know, say we could have, we should have. Um, so it's... I think it's just a, that thought is a reminder of there's acres of diamonds mm -hmm. right around you right now. So think about, you know, how you can actually live in the moment and still um, have those same opportunities that were back then right those right. opportunities are here it's just yes. identifying them yes because we're in a different mindset and right. that reminds me too of that concept of how a fish only grows as large as their tank yeah yeah the fish that they're in theory. or fishbowl mm -hmm. theory yeah and that always like yeah blew my mind too 
yeah. And so as we talk a little bit about intentions, mm -hmm. because I do believe there's a, a clear difference between resolutions and intentions. And I don't like to say like I'm making resolutions. I like to say I'm making intentions. And for me, an intention should guide your action that leads to an eventual goal. So think about, let's say you you want to, your intention is to have love in your life. You're like, you're looking for a soulmate or something, you know, mm -hmm. your intention should be to show love to others, you know, or be loving in some sort of capacity. Mm. And that is going to ultimately lead you to your goal of finding your soulmate. But if you're just completely isolated and not showing anybody <laughs> any love, yeah, you know, then how may not yeah, that, that <laughs> literally can't be your intention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think when you think about resolutions and intentions? Um, it makes me think, I don't know, I've, I've never even the resolution, it just is just like a, a I've never looked at the definition. I feel like it's just this idea in my mind of I'm going to stop doing something or I'm going to start doing something. Yeah. That's, so it's a little bit more tangible for you. Yeah, it's just pretty black and white. Um, so when I have the resolution of I'm going to fast between 18 and 20 hours a day, yeah. um, that's easy for me. It's just black and, white. black and white. I can just do it. Concrete. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas intentions too, um, you know, I... I'm typically a very positive person, um, but recently in the last couple of months, I had some negativity and I really am intentional this year, am going to be intentional this year about um, keeping all positivity. So if I do hear something negative or it comes to me, then I'm just dodging it or blatantly, you know, if someone is saying, being negative, either walk away or you know, flip it into a positive. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is for me, the way I look at it is resolutions are simply the destination, right? And an intention frames the outcome, but it also provides you with a roadmap for how to get there. Couldn't which said it better myself, which I love for me, it's all about the pursuit. Like I have these big dreams and goals, but like, I'm kind of scared to get there because then what? <laughs> do I have after that? <laughs> I'm going to have to dream even bigger. I mean, isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. So I really, I really am all about the pursuit and the, the journey, as they say. Yeah. And speaking of big dreams and goals, what are your personal New Year practices? Well, where... yeah. So this was the first year that you and I sat down together. You actually sent me something it was from dave ramsey right? yeah yeah i saw somebody i follow um reposted dave ramsey's tweet and he was referencing not just having you know one goal but looking at all these different perspectives of our life what are our goals in these areas and i think you have the list yeah so it's spiritual financial career intellectual fitness family and social right and i think this was when i first looked at it i'm like that's just too much you know with i always feel like if if someone tries to master four or five things then they literally will be a master of none of those things but if you try mm -hmm. to master one thing 
and you stick with it, then more than likely you're going to become really good at it. Um, so immediately this was like, I don't know. But then we actually sat down and did it. We did. Yeah. And I, I know one of my hesitations at first was like, I write, I do this every day. I write my dreams every morning. Like, right. you want me to just show you, you what I write? <laughs> you started to say that and I'm like, so this is for the year. Right, <laughs> right, right. And so when you put it that way, it's like, yeah, I, I do have so many different parts of me, like that wants to achieve certain things. And I think it is important to focus in on like one or two things. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, you know, that'll event and then it takes time and practice, right, to perfect whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But I thought it'd be cool to kind of share maybe one or two. Yeah, for sure. From our list. So I will start as you look for yours. <laughs> so um, for me, spiritual, uh, that one is a big one for me. I intend on having a sacred daily practice and it's one that I do have but I fall off here and there it's not consistent so for me it's really doing it consistently every yeah. day and that's meditation journaling um and even just researching where new years came from and learning about ancient times and babylon and like I want to learn more about other religions and just how different cultures kind of find their own practices. Yeah. So that one was a big one for me. Yeah. And no. what I want to learn more. And I think just the more I feel like every skill and every practice that we do over time, it just becomes more and more concrete the more we do it. And I know that sounds silly, but like, we've been getting up now for over a year um, really early and it's been working and it gets easier. And yes, you go on vacation, you come back, it, it gets hard, but that muscle, you know, if you will, is just constantly improving. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What? Um, the one that sticks out for me and I, I've been doing a lot of planning around this is career. So um I'm always telling you my goal because I feel like telling people your goals is is a form of accountability. Um, so last year we did $31 million in real estate sales. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> which was um, much better than the year. The previous year was about $19 million, So we, we improved drastically. Uh, and the goal this year is to more than double that to $70 million. So we have our work cut out for us, but I have a roadmap, you know, working with my coach to get there. And I'm really excited about doing that. And, and it's just really a new adventure in many ways, because you might think about it, well, you just have to do your job better. No, um, growth is a challenge. And there's things that you're forced to do and get out of your comfort zone. Like yeah. at this point, I'm recruiting a lot, which is a lot different than before. It's like sell houses. Well, now I know how to do that. Right. <laughs> now it's learn to recruit more. So right. um, it's a new challenge and I'm super pumped about it. And the other one I wanted to share is is family goals. With family goals, I feel like 
it's super exciting because we can we literally sat down and mapped out how many vacations we'd like to take yeah so we i'll just piggyback really quick because we've mentioned in on our podcast how we were recommended to do staff meetings Mm -hmm. um like what you would do at work but you do it with your partner and you do it like okay what is your calendar look like what what do you want to do together what do you want to do individually so like we both are on the same page yeah and we've been i want to say pretty good about that at the start of every month it's not fun it's like yeah it's It's a chore it's a chore but it's worth it for sure so we were yeah we definitely did that for when we were talking about our family goals and it's funny because i was like starting to write my own and you're like we need to have we need to do this together because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have different goals <laughs> our expectations are completely different and and that that's something i had a realization about recently not to go off on a tangent but no, go ahead expectations right like we have so many disagreements and now that i'm looking in retrospect disagreements i had in the past it's almost always expectations my expectations versus your expectations right so and and i've noticed that with clients too so that's why it's super important guys if you ever find yourself in an argument like think about what was that person's (laughs) expectations yeah and yours and see if they line up and if they line up and you're still in an argument something's beyond that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but for us it usually is for sure it's it's amazing yeah um but yeah so we something that's really important to us is creating experiences for our family and traveling yeah so to make sure that this doesn't conflict with your goals for your business like it is super crucial that we map it out and know okay these are the times these are our time frames that we're going to hold on the calendar for our vacations and um i think it just helps overall with all of our other plans as well. Absolutely. And I think that just the last one I thought was cool is is social goals. Yeah. You know, being a family, we obviously spend the most time with just us and our kids. Well, we have a lot of friends that we don't get to see enough. And so we are setting goals to be social. Yeah. And to catch up with friends and not let life just pass us by. Yeah and wish we could have seen people more and yeah which i think is really cool because now what we did actually is um, i found this really cool um it's like a glass um whiteboard Mm -hmm. but it's classy you know it's something you could have up and so i we're going to mount it in our family room area and just write all of these down and so throughout the year we can track it yeah, and, and I think it's important that you see it absolutely every day because yeah, we had this conversation on the first, and you know we're not we don't have it anywhere where we could see it every day. Out of sight, out of mind, and exactly. before you know it, you know three four months go by, and you're like, oh yeah, what yeah. about that goal? I yeah, said. and we're also still crafting our family motto. Yes, that's another <laughs> which goal is really important to us, and I think that's why it's been taking us a little longer to do and just, that's okay yeah because kids are changing daily we're changing daily, we're evolving so. yes yes <laughs> so now let's talk about the word we set for the tone of the year word of the year the word of the year yes 
and you hadn't even thought about it till I asked you yeah, <laughs> before this. We were warming up a bit and you asked and the first thing that came to my mind was intensity. Yeah, which I love. I don't know why. I just love that for you. <laughs> yeah, well, passionate conversations, yeah. intense conversations. No. Um, so just kind of getting, for me, getting back to, um, I feel like with Camden last year, it was a year of adjustments, you know, yeah. having a, a one-year-old or even, you know, younger than that and now evolving into a one-year-old. Um, we, It's just a different day every day, whereas now I feel like we have a, a really good idea of what the day looks like and um, kind of allows me the opportunity to get back to work a little bit more and go harder. Go so harder, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the word for me and, and for you. And for me, it's entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's going back to our goals, career What is like a big one for me this year and really building something for myself and with Camden going to school this year, starting Ooh. preschool this year, hopefully early spring, you summer. You call it preschool. It's going to be more like a daycare. Oh, whatever. <laughs> pre pre preschool. Yeah, for a two-year-old. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I. that's what I really am focusing in on is taking risks and going all in. And I feel, and I've expressed this to you, but something that I struggle with that I think many of us struggle with is we have the ideas, we have the drive, especially at the beginning. And then once we go, we just hit a wall. Yeah. And it's our fears, blocks yeah. that we don't even know we have and we just stop or we detour and like go somewhere else. So we just totally get derailed. Yeah. And I could say that I've, that's me. And I have no problem like calling in the things that I want. It's just like when I get them, really believing in myself mm -hmm. and putting in the work yeah, and executing. And as somebody who has set goals and failed and failed and failed, <clears throat> each failure brings you closer to that success. Yeah. So it's just like, I think about it as like the giant nail that you're trying to force into like a brick wall and you know you're hitting it and hitting it and it's not really going that far but inch by inch, inch yeah and, and it's not coming back out so mm -hmm. it's just that it takes time yeah yeah absolutely what about the energy that you want to cultivate in 2023 yeah um just for me it's just like all positivity i know that's probably cliche but just like good vibes blocking out any negative energy and that's that's really that what comes to me yeah i love that for me it's love and adventure Ooh, yeah i'm always down for a good adventure yeah and i feel like adventure ties into the idea of taking risks yeah because you don't know how it's going to turn out and it's a wild ride let's go to the casino <laughs> it's an adventure <laughs> I don't know about the casino. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just wanted to thank all of our listeners. You guys are awesome. We are officially, to the day that this is releasing, a one-year anniversary. And we couldn't be happier from all the feedback that we've gotten from you guys. And 
If you have any resolutions or anything that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear it and try to help you, uh, all of us, hold each other accountable because that's that's what it's all about. Yes, thank you guys so much. It's been a beautiful year together. Just think that this started as a conversation on our walk. A passionate conversation. A passionate conversation on our walk and it's been a whole year. So we are sending you all so much love and we hope you manifest and call in the best year of your life because why not? This is the year. Exactly. And uh, you can help support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on Apple or Spotify if you're a new listener here. And you know where to find us on at the Borges Podcast on Instagram. Until then, stay inspired.